This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Bless God. So this, today we're going to be talking about the knowledge of him. The knowledge of him. And um, I'm sure we all know the hymn, who the hymn we are talking about is here. So we are talking about the knowledge of God. And I believe that God himself wants us to know more about him. He wants us to know more about him. He wants us to be able to, to um, represent him well. He wants us to be able to do things that um, he want us to do. So our knowledge of God is very, very key to our Christian work. It is very, very key to our life. And please, I want to beg you, brethren, for this few minutes, maybe the next 20, 25 minutes, please just pay attention and ask the Holy Spirit himself to speak to you. Ask the Holy Spirit himself to open your eyes to see even from his words, what he wants you to know at this time, at this season. And it shall be well in the mighty name of Jesus. Remember in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, 15 to 18. Ephesians chapter 1, 15 to 18. He says, therefore, I also, after I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love to all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer. That the God Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. He says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. And what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? You know, this scripture is one of the most important scripture in the, scripture, in, in the Bible to me. And um, I'm sure to all of us, by the time we begin to look at this and ask the Holy Spirit to please minister it to us. You know, it is very, very important that we know the God that we serve. You know, in uh, that Ephesians, in, in chapter one, Paul wrote this letter to, to the people in Ephesus. In, in chapter one, of the, in verse one of that chapter, he says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus, and faithful in Christ Jesus, which you and I belong to. So this letter has been written years ago to the people in Ephesus at the time. You know, like we, we learned in the workers' meeting this morning that Moses is dead. Joshua is dead. Paul is dead. But all the things written about them is no longer for them. It's not for us to be able to fashion the way we work with God. And thank God for our Bible study that we have been learning for, for months now, working with God. He said, it's not because of what the children of Israel did. No, they've done their own there. It's no longer there. They are not the ones that those 
letters were written to them. But it's to us now who are alive today. And Paul said here, he says to, and faithful in Christ Jesus, which you and I belong to. So in that verse 15, in verse 17, he says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, this is the father of glory. He says he may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. You know, the question to ask here is why was Paul praying this, prayed this prayer for these people at the time? Could it be that some things were going on at the time that people no longer depending on the revelation of who God is? That probably maybe they were thinking about their own self. You know, they, 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 did, they did not even know God the way they should have, they, should, they ought to know God. And, you know, the Christians in Ephesus, you know, in, in history, they were very, very strong Christians. It was like the center of the Asia at the time. You know, they were very, very strong. You know, Paul has been there sometime for, for you know, a couple of times or even more. You know, he has spoken to them before. So he, he, he knew them very well. So they were supposed to be people who know God, who know their God. But then he was praying this prayer. He prayed this prayer for them that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, he said, the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit and revelation in the knowledge of him. So we now know that this prayer is being prayed for us too at this time. So the reason why we need to know God. So it is important for you and I to know the God that we serve. Remember also, I'm just trying to lay quick foundations. In Acts chapter 17, verse 23, you remember when Paul was passing through, um, he says, for I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship. I even found altar with this inscription to the unknown God. He said, therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you. At the time when Paul was passing through, I think it was somewhere in, was it in Greece or, um, but at, at that time he was passing through that place. But these people, they were worshiping a God which they turned onto an unknown God. They knew that there's a God that is a great God that supersedes every other God. But they had no idea who that God was. So they, they, they named that God to the unknown God. Paul now told them that therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing, he says, him I proclaim to you. So if you bring this back to our own self right now, you know, there are times that we do things. You know, there are times that we thought we know God, but really, really, we don't really, really know. Because if we know him, you know, a lot of things that happens, a lot of things that make some of us to break down, you know, we, we will not be doing that. You know, some of us, we base our knowledge of God based on feelings, based on what is happening to us at that particular time. And God wants us to know him. He wants us to know him and know him. They want us to know him is irrespective of, of, of what the situation we are we, we may be going through. So in Isaiah chapter 20, please I want us to look at this carefully. In Isaiah chapter 28, verse 9 to 10. This is Prophet Isaiah here. You know, he went, he was talking to the people, to the leaders at the time in that place. And unfortunately, the leaders there, they now ask him, they ask. Prophet Isaiah, you know, these leaders, if you, if you read from, from verse, uh, verse 7, verse 7, you will know the kind of leaders that uh, the Bible was talking about here. Um, the, verse 7 of that, it says, But they 
who have heard through wine and through intoxicating drink out of the way. The priest and the prophet are heard through intoxicating drink. So we are talking about the priest, the prophet, we are talking about believers. So these believers were now asking Isaiah these questions. Yeah. He says, whom will, whom will he teach knowledge? And whom will he make to understand the message? Those just weaned from milk, those just drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. Line upon line. Here a little, here a little. You know, they were making this statement to prophet Isaiah when he was trying to tell them to turn away from their evil ways, you know, from their wicked ways, from their the lack of knowledge of God. And they were now asking him that, who, who are you to teach us knowledge or to, to make us to understand? Are we, are we are not just children now. We are not children. We are old. We, we even know more than you. You know, these people say this to Apostle Paul. I want us to begin to think about this ourselves. And in, that, in verse 13 of that same, same verse, no, but the word of the Lord was to them. Precept upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. Line upon line. Yea, a little, dear a little. That they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and caught. That is what the word is intended to do. But what they were asking, were asking with pride. You know, they ask with little knowledge. They thought they knew everything. Yet they do not know anything. So I want us to begin to look at ourselves as well. Do we know God based on what somebody else is telling us about God? Or from revelation? of God that God has given to us like we read in that book of Ephesians. Let me just quickly go back there, like we read in Ephesians. Did you know God based on revelation in the knowledge of him? Or based on only on what pastor says or what general overseer says about God? Or based on what our parent tells us about God? What, they, what these people have said, they are right. They might be, yes, they may be pointing us in the, in the way of the Lord. But the actual knowledge of God really comes from you getting that revelation from God. You know, that getting that deeper revelation that God will reveal to you. And I say, if it's when you get your own deeper revelation about who God is from God, that means you will not be tossed away by the winds, by the affairs of this life. You know, you will not be affected by what is going on around you. You will not be affected. You will not be making decisions based only. That even if somebody comes and say, ah, yes, I found somewhere in the scripture that says, oh, God is not this, God is not that. You know, your knowledge of God will make you to know that what that person says is immaterial. You already know who God is. So no matter what people may say about God, God already revealed who he is to you. Let's quickly move forward because of time. In Matthew chapter 16, 13 to 19, remember the word of Jesus. You know, when Jesus 
was a region of Caesarea and Philippines. When he asked his disciple, who do men say that I am? You know, the son of man, the son of man, Ham. So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say I am? Because he wants to know they, they are the one closer to Jesus. He said, who do you, this my disciple, say I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon bar Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be losing heaven. We'll come back to that letter passage later. But what is critical here, what is important here, is that Jesus himself told Peter that flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. Do you think you know the knowledge of God based on what people have told you or based on whatever? Have you really go to God to ask for God to reveal himself to you? Because this is very, very crucial, very important in our Christian work. The knowledge of God, knowledge of him, this must be by personal revelation to an individual by God. Why? So that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of his glory in inheritance in this. That's what we read in that Ephesians. That God himself will reveal his knowledge to us. Will help us to know him for who he is. So that our understanding, the eyes of our understanding will be open, will be enlightened. That we will know the hope of his calling. We have been called by God to be his sons and daughters. The primary aim is that so that we will walk, we will be his children. We will walk in unity with him. We will walk in obedience with him. We will walk in holiness with him. We will walk in right with him. That is the hope of our, that is the reason why God has called you and I. So that we will now become his inheritance in the saints. We, be, we will now belong to him completely. Why? Because we know him. Yes, last week we learned about the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, there is only one ruler. And that ruler is God. And we are his subjects. So for us to be his subjects, to know the hope of our calling, we need that revelation of who that God is. And he needs to give that revelation to us. My prayer is that God himself will continue to... To, to end us on this. How? You know, the best way to start, I don't know where you are at this time. How? The best place to start is through prayer to God, like Paul prayed in that Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, for the people of Ephesus. And remember to all of us now that the Lord will give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in his knowledge, so that when we know him, we know who he is. You know, circumstances, reports will not matter because we know the God we serve. 
That will be the most important thing to us. Remember, again, true total submission to God and his word. Remember in John chapter 17, verse 3. John 17, verse 3. Jesus was describing what eternal life is. He said, this is eternal life. That they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So Jesus even prayed this prayer for his disciples. He prayed the same prayer for us. That we may know him because it is important. Because it is crucial. We may know him and the power of his might. Remember the Bible says that they that do know their God, he said they shall be strong and do exploit. So it's for us to know our God through prayer. Ask God to reveal who he is to you. When he reveals who he is to you, it will be easy for you to know why you have existed. You will know the hope of your calling. So begin to walk with God in faith instead of feelings or by sight. When you know your God, you begin to walk with him. You've prayed for, the, for God to reveal himself to you. Yes, God has revealed himself to you. Then begin to walk with him in faith the same way Abraham did here on the account that was given by the writer of Hebrew, Hebrew 11, 8. He says, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to God, out of the place, which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not to knowing where he was going. You know, by faith, he just completely obeyed God. He obeyed God and he started to walk with God. He, he began to walk with God. And the same thing we should be doing. God has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Trust him and continue to work with him. Ask him for more deeper, deeper revelation every day. May God reveal yourself to me. Any circumstances or situation you may be going through, ask God to reveal himself to you in that circumstances. You remember the God's name is I am that I am. I am that I am. I am that I am in any situation. Remember how God is in Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah is in Jehovah. Ask God to reveal himself to you. Is he health-wise that you are battling with? Ask God to reveal himself to you. Ask Jehovah Rapha to reveal himself to you. So that you will not be moved by reports, by negative reports. So that you will not be moved by what people are saying, what people are saying on the internet. People would say this today, say that today. Ask God for your own personal revelation. So that doctrines of men, negative doctrines of men, will not matter to you any longer. So that you will stand strong, stand, stand firm. And so that you too, you'll be able to disciple somebody else. You'll be able to, 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 to lead somebody else to Christ. My prayer is that God himself will continue to help. So benefit is basically for God's purpose in your life to be established. For God's will in your life to be. So when you know that God, your will and purpose for your life will be very established. Remember the latter part we read earlier in that Matthew chapter 16. And Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon bar Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. He says, and I also say to you, that, you know, my father in heaven, he said, father in heaven revealed that to him. Jesus now said, and I also say this to you, because of that knowledge that God has revealed to you, 
that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He says, and I will give you the keys of kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be lost in heaven. This same thing applies to us too. Christian, children of God of today. You know, it's not what's said about Peter, or it's applicable to us now. So when God reveals to you, it's just for him to achieve his purpose through you. For him, for God's purpose to be achieved through you and through me. So it is important that we pray this prayer, not even just once, we pray it every day. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in his knowledge that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened because of our time, brethren. Please, I want us to really, really set the next two minutes aside. Please, free of any distraction. And please don't let this prayer end now. Let it continue always. I want you to pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and most importantly, revelation in the knowledge of. Please, I need you to, if you need to go down on your knees right now, please go down on your knees. You know, there is power in prayer of agreement. Ask the Lord in his infinite mercy to reveal to you by himself so that we will, not be, we will not be rising today and falling tomorrow. Why? Because of what somebody says today, tomorrow. Because of what somebody says, you rise tomorrow, you rise the next day. But you yourself, you will know God for yourself. And God will make you to stand strong for him. He says, you will be strong and you will do exploit. That is who that do, the day that know their God. So ask the Lord for that spirit of revelation in the knowledge of him today, that God will reveal himself to you afresh and new, even in, this, in your situations as you are, in the mighty name of Jesus, even concerning your family, ask the Lord to reveal himself to you today. You know that you can, we cannot do it by ourselves. General Vancea cannot give us, cannot reveal this to us alone. But we need God himself to reveal it to us. Let's ask the Lord, please pray to the Lord this afternoon that the Lord himself will reveal himself to you in the mighty name of Jesus and he shall be well with us for life. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done. And we return all the praise back to you because you are faithful. God, all of our community and nation, we ask that you continue to reveal yourself to us concerning all of our nation in the mighty name of Jesus and it shall be well with us for life. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done. And we return all the praise back to you. In Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So please. Thank you for listening. We hope that you were ministered to through this message. If you have any comment on this presentation or would like to contact us, our address is 38 to 40 Parsons Meet, West Croydon, CR03SL. To speak to a member of our team, you can call us on 0208-688-466. Our website address is www.croydentabernacle.org.uk. Thank you and God bless.